0: Hello Cubs fans, welcome back to the Cubs Live Podcast, I am your host Mark Tolerico. I'm recording this right after the uh, Cubs just beat the Dodgers 7-6 uh, to six in a very weird game that had a lot of three run home runs on a Wednesday evening. I was originally going to uh, record this earlier today with Kyle, but some different stuff came up and then uh, he wasn't able to and uh, here I am, so let's get started. As I said, the Cubs just beat the Dodgers, and they beat them as well last night, so they've already wrapped up another series victory, which is great against a team that, coming into it, they had the best record in the National League. Now that goes to the St. Louis Cardinals, but to see the Cubs be able to compete and really just show that they are, right now, a better team, that is really exciting compared to how poorly they started off the season, and that was against really bad teams, too, so... Seeing them wrap this up here and be able to uh, win a game where Cole Hamels tied his career high with, I think, six walks, and he really didn't have it, and uh, he didn't give up a lot of hard contact until Bellinger's home run, but uh, it was more of a grinding performance, I would say, of Cole Hamels, but I'm not going to get too upset about that. I mean, he's not always going to have it. He's 35 years old. He grinded through it, made a couple mistakes. His command wasn't there, but even if the Cubs lost, it was not going to be his fault tonight. The sixth inning was when things really got exciting with uh, there were two, three-run home runs in the same inning. I think that's the first time that's happened with the Cubs in over a decade. I saw a tweet about that, so that that is just electric. I mean, Javi and Hayward both had just blasts that were, oh my god, when it came off the bat, I knew that both of them were gone, and it was so exciting, and it's only April 24th, but seeing... An inning like that, it really, really gets you excited for the entire baseball season. Speaking of the baseball season itself, I was trying to figure out which team between the Cardinals and Brewers are the biggest threat to the Cubs, we'll say. Granted, this isn't really the quote-unquote Cubs division. They don't have it wrapped up or anything like that. The Brewers and Cardinals are good teams, but it seems that the Cardinals and Brewers are the clear threats in this division to the Cubs. And it, I always thought that it was going to be the Brewers that were going to, if anything, run away with it, but I don't know how I feel about the Brewers anymore. They are just not showing up. And on days where Christian Yelich isn't hitting three run home runs and Ryan Braun isn't getting his hits and uh, uh, just all across the board, if they're not doing what they need to be doing on offense, then there's really no chance. I am not impressed with their pitching. I think that their bullpen is the only—that's what they're relying on, and you can't rely on a bullpen every single game. It's going to come back and bite you, and if you get off to a rough start and if they jump on your pitching early, you're not going to be able to beat them. And that's what the Cardinals did this uh, past weekend here, or these past uh, series, as they were able to sweep them in a series that I just—I thought that— the Brewers would at least be able to take one game. The fact that they got swept by St. Louis, I mean, that is very impressive to St. Louis. I don't know how I feel about the Cardinals as a threat. I mean, they have a very good offense. They uh, Their pitching is a little shaky, but right now they are getting runs. So I will uh, I'll say that they have my attention, but I think as long as the Cubs are performing how they are right now, I think that they will be the team to beat long-term. But right now, I guess I'll give the nod to the Cardinals on uh, who's the bigger threat because of the fact that their pitching has been better than the Brewers and their offense has been more consistent. With today's win, the Cubs are now two games above 500 for the first time this year, and they are technically tied for second place with the Pirates, and I don't think the Pirates are for real. I know that last year they kind of had a couple, uh, couple instances where they made a run and they started to look like contenders, but really I think they were pretenders. And I think that's going to be the case this year. I think they will be around 500 and they will be a team that you need to take seriously whenever you play them. But when it comes down to who's the actual front runners in the division, it's going to be the Cubs, Cardinals and Brewers, not necessarily in that order, but it's going to somehow be those three teams and then the pirates and then the reds. I don't know. I don't, I just don't think that the pirates are there yet. They have some good, they have some good guys. They have uh, A couple good arms as well, but I just don't think that they are ready to compete with the rest of the NL Central. I already talked a little bit about how the starting pitching looked today with Cole Hamels struggling, but if that's what Cole Hamels struggling is is going—a bad outing, quote-unquote, for uh, Cole Hamels is going to look— then i'll take that. If that's what a if that's what a bad outing is, then the cubs are going to be in good shape because if he's giving up let's say 3 runs through about 6 innings, yeah, that's not great, but that's not really going to lose you a game when the cubs are playing the way they are. Their offense is really clicking on all cylinders. Bryant had his maybe his best game of the year. Rizzo is starting to heat up as well. Javi and uh, Hayward as we as i've said earlier, they were huge today and they've been huge all year. This offense is just really clicking, and it's so great to see. And I don't know if it's because Shilly Davis is gone, if they're just taking a better approach this year, I really don't know. But it is clear that this team is ready to perform on a consistent basis on offense. With that being said, Addison Russell is now playing in Iowa as he is going to be moved up Probably, I mean, I assume he's going to be moved up uh, to Chicago in a couple weeks here once his suspension is done, and it really brings up a question, where are you going to put him? Because on defense, the clearly best shortstop is Javi Baez. Yes, Addison Russell is not a bad shortstop, but Javi makes throws that Addison Russell simply cannot make. And I think that right now, Javi is too valuable at shortstop, and he's gotten really comfortable there that putting him at shortstop, Descelzo at second, and then Bryant and, or Bodie in a late game situation at third, I think that is your best option moving forward. And that's not even, you know, we already, we already know how the Cubs live group here, how we feel about Addison Russell as a person. I'm just talking as a straight up baseball aspect. I don't really see a spot for him. You should not take a bat out of Bodie or Descalzo's hands because they have both been reliable and they have both been so clutch as well. We've seen all year how well Descalzo has done with runners in scoring position and with two outs, and Bodie had a walk-off three days ago. And then also, congratulations, David Bodie, on uh, having a kid. That's a Grand Slam baby, apparently, but hey, that's awesome. But I just don't see any rationale for moving Addison Russell in. He's struggled with his bat the last two years to begin with, and what the Cubs have going right now is working. You should not break that up, no matter who's coming up, and especially for someone like Addison Russell. One thing that uh, needs to be discussed that I really didn't think should be discussed, it's, it's more of a hypothetical. What are the Cubs going to do if Tyler Chatwood continues to be, let's say, a reliable op- option out of the bullpen, and you Darvish continues to struggle? because, I mean, it sounds ludicrous to think that Tyler Chadwood could be a more reliable option than you, Darvish, but I'm not giving up on Darvish, but I was at his last start and he's just, I just don't, I don't know what his problem is. I do not know what his problem is. He settled in pretty well after those back-to-back home runs, but you're not paying the man $126 million to give up back-to-back home runs, and I'm not trying to sound like a meatball, but... He just needs to be better, and I don't care how much you're paying him. If you have somebody else in the pen who can do better, it is an option at least to have the conversation, hey, what are we going to do with Tyler Chatwood here if he's going to be getting the job done? Now, maybe his start on, I think it was the 21st, maybe that start for Chatwood was a fluke. Maybe it was just the game of his life, and he did really well, and he's going to go out and walk his first three batters the next time he comes out. That's extremely possible, and maybe I'm just being an idiot talking about this, but if he continues to shove, and if he does well out of the bullpen, I think that you have to have some sort of conversation about moving to a six-man rotation. I don't know. I mean, it's a good problem to have that I don't think the Cubs thought they would have considering how disastrous Chatwood was last year, but I would just like to know, what do you guys think? What do you think that the Cubs should do if Chatwood continues to do well and if Darvish continues to struggle? Moving forward, the Cubs have uh, their final game of the series where they go for the sweep against the Dodgers, and then they head out west to play the Diamondbacks and Seattle before they bring in the 1st uh, of the May. So the uh, first full month of the season is about to come to a close, and overall, I hope that you guys are feeling as good about this team as I am. I don't think that this is necessarily the best team in the National League, but the way that they have been playing, the way that the pitching has been performing lately if this keeps up then there's no need to really have any concern about this group and to hit any sort of panic alarm. The players are clicking, the pitching is looking much better. Yeah, the bullpen isn't great. Steve Cishek gave up a two-run home run that nearly gave away the game today, but or it might have been a three-run. But uh it just I have faith in this team more faith than I expected to have and especially in the rotation. I don't care who's pitching I'm feeling more confident with Yu Darvish. I'm still holding my breath with him a decent amount, but I think he is looking better and I think he is close to turning the corner. If Yu Darvish can go out and give one really good outing, then my optimism is going to be off the charts. But really, moving forward, I feel good about this team. Lester's going to be pitching tomorrow. We'll see how he feels. Um, hopefully, his quad is healed properly. But if not, you know, maybe Tyler Chatwood's a reliable option. Who knows? But anyways, I hope you guys are feeling as good about the Cubs as I am and that you're enjoying this series win over the Dodgers and that hopefully by the time that you listen to this, you'll be preparing for a sweep. I'm Mark Tallarico, and thanks for tuning in.